This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The following content is not suitable for children. I'm too fat. I don't want to have sex. Until I lose 25 pounds. Ooh, we're not going to have sex for a long time. Welcome to Foreplay Radio, Couples and Sex Therapy. I'm Lori Watson, your sex therapist. And I'm George Fallon, your couples therapist. And we are passionate about talking about sex and helping you develop a way to talk to each other. Our mission is to help our audience develop a healthier relationship to sex that integrates the mind, the heart, and the body. Body image issues, Lori. Let's do it. Okay. Let's try to help. So common with couples, right? I mean, with both sexes. And we grow up in this beautiful culture that accentuates being fit and looking great. And let's face it, most of us don't look that way. Mm -hmm. We don't look like what we see on TV or in the magazines, mm -hmm. right? So this is a very common, what we call block, something that puts the brakes on, makes people not want to have sex, right? When you're thinking about not liking your own body, it's hard to let yourself go and enjoy sex. So how are we going to help people out there? We're especially talking about women today with low libido, with body image issues, Right. This is the part of their worry that it's a break that stops them from wanting to have sex. And, and I think that when a worry about your body image comes up, it's so such a hard place, such a wall that she's blocked from even knowing or understanding her libido. It's like she doesn't get past that block to feel like, am I horny? Do I want to have sex? Do I want to have an orgasm? It's like not there. A lot of women who have body image issues maybe get relief through masturbation. You know, they, they do masturbate. So there, we know there is libido and desire, but the thought of taking off their clothes in front of their partner, forget about it. And I think what you're bringing up that I'm too fat, certainly I hear this from women all day long. Yeah, men have the same issues it might be not be as prevalent right i'm losing my hair my penis is too small my gut is too big you know we all have these these insecurities i think we want to start these conversations outside the bedroom right if every time you walk by the mirror you're disgusted by what you see how could that not bleed into uh, sexuality yeah yeah and i think you're right and and our culture i think has become more critical of men too i mean at, when i was growing up there was really much more focus on women's bodies. But I would say in this generation, 
absolutely there's more focus on a man looking hot, looking fit, looking trim. And so there is more of a focus. But I I guess in my experience as a sex therapist, the body image issue doesn't seem to stop men as much as it stops women. It's the beauty of testosterone. It can overcome those things, right? They're like speed bumps and boom, the testosterone can get you over that big belly and just get that penis hard and ready to go. (laughs) But when you don't have that testosterone, right? Yes, it's, it's 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 a steeper mountain to climb. Yeah, exactly. So let's talk about that, how, you know, some common body image issues women might have and ways we can help them with that. Yeah, certainly. I mean, I think... I think being heavy is, and I think that this might be cultural too, a little different. I, you know, my experience as I talk to black women and especially my African-American women clients, they seem to have more body positivity and weight is not as big of an issue. Like they appreciate and enjoy their curves. Um, I think white women culture is very toxic in terms of how thin you need to be. Mm-hmm. You know, even if your friends say, oh, you look fine. It's like, well, why don't you wear that? That kind of like, you know, maybe emphasizes this part of your body and de-emphasizes the part of your body that you don't like versus maybe saying, hey, baby, you look great. Just show it all off. You I know, was just- shocked. I was at a party, like an outdoor barbecue type party. And somehow I, I snuck up on a group of women and I sat down at their table. Like I, they made it and know I was there. I don't know what happened. But this, this other lady walks by in this really tight dress and she was a little overweight. And I couldn't believe the comments. Like, can you believe she's wearing that? Like, what is she thinking? Like, does it, like, and there was so many comments from other women about how this woman looked. I was like, wow. And then, then someone noticed me was like, oh, yeah, we're just kid, kid and George. And like, it, they moved on to something else. But so you know, many critical comments about critical a comments. woman. And these are white women, I take it, saying that you snuck up on. It was a, a, a mixture. But. Okay. Okay. But um, women being pretty critical of each other, of this other woman wearing a tight dress, and right. they didn't think she had the body for it. Exactly. Oh, my gosh. I, you know, that just, that gets all over me because that's, you know, it, it's like I can feel it in my shoulders. I think there is just utter truth in that, <laughs> you know, that that's what, when when we're thinking about our own bodies, what we hear other women talk about. And, you know, I mean, so men, too, are so evaluative of women. I mean, certainly I was in high school, and this probably wouldn't fly today, thank God. But, you know, you'd walk by these men, and they would, like, hold young men. They'd hold up numbers about, like, how they rated you, you know, how Mm. hot you were. You know, you're a 10 or you're a 2. And, I mean, we would walk by this gauntlet of boys evaluating our bodies, having – I mean, talk about patriarchy, thinking they had the right to evaluate our bodies. Right. But I think there is deeply in my body a sense of being evaluated all the time. And does that impact the way I am in bed? Absolutely. You know, just the the self-criticism. And I think most women would agree that they feel this. And, and I think certainly weight is a big one. Which is why so many women want the lights out. Exactly. They don't want to see their body. Mm-mm. And they don't want their partner to see their body and feel disgusted. Right. You know, it's like, 
that is just too much to bear. Right, but you can imagine as you're thinking about what you don't want to see and you're worrying about that, it's hard to tap into that gas pedal that actually wants to have sex then, right? That 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 break just comes right online and, and kind of stops the process or, or makes it really difficult to start those engines. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's kind of self-disgust that kicks in and just the the thought of rejection from your partner, forget about it. You know, I, I would not want to face that. And so, you know, that just it is so strong. I'm just trying to think about, I know you talked about this in a podcast of really getting a woman to look at their body naked and really befriend their own bodies without even think, worrying about their partner first like how do you look at your 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 big butt or your 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 role and actually like be okay with it like to be able to say it's this hard is... to see our big butt george <laughs> well you get creative with mirrors I don't that's know. right that's right well if if you can't like your own body which is what's happening here it's hard to believe your partner likes your body right? i think the first step is that kind of self-compassion instead of self-criticism Right. And that sounds logical. Everyone's like, yeah, it makes sense. But like, how, how do we actually help women do that? Which I think is really critical. Mm. I think that's so true. So maybe this would be an individual role play. We'll listen to how Lori could oh, golly, re- replace thanks. her own criticism with some self-compassion. I got plenty of that. I got plenty of self-criticism for sure. I, I think that part of it is how do I get over that to want to have sex? Because I do want to have sex. You know, mm-hmm. that it for me, it's not as big of a block. Got to be able to figure out or de- deconstruct that. So to help women, maybe. Well, I always love that. That would be the healthy target. Like you, you see this big, large woman who's just comfortable in her own body and likes it and shows it off. And like, like that's the target of health. Like, this is the body you got currently in the present moment. Why not enjoy it? Right, if you're going to hate your own body. So how do those women get there? How do they develop such a healthy, positive image of their body the way it is? It's a good question. I did have a really unusual experience and this last week with my own body. And I would say my trouble spot is my stomach. And, you know, I think I have good parts and bad parts. You know, I, I, I have some really healthy good feelings about my body. And I also have some parts that I don't like. And there was a woman, a clerk in the store. And I don't, you know, I hear a lot of black women, as we've talked about, having more freedom in their bodies. Mm -hmm. And I don't, this to me was a cross-cultural experience, because my experience as a, a white woman and growing up sort of in the Twiggy era, you know, was that you were always supposed to have a flat stomach. And I said to this young clerk, and this was after I had purchased everything, this was not trying to sell me something. It just felt so genuine. I I liked this particular skirt. It was a short skirt, and I could honestly imagine wearing it probably with tights for me at my age. But, you know, I said, oh, I don't don't think I can wear that. That'll probably show my belly. And she goes, girl, accentuate your belly. Mm -hmm. And, George, I, I was almost knocked over. Like no person, no woman, nobody mm-hmm. has ever said to me in my entire life, accentuate your belly, like right now, right mm-hmm. now, the way it is, 
you know, like, like she looked at me so differently. I want to cry. It's like, it, it made, it felt like love. Wow. You know, like what? Like, this is so different than my culture. So different. And maybe it wasn't just black culture, but it was like, oh my God, I accentuate your belly. Like show it off. I, I just like it. It blew my mind. I like came home and told my husband, I said, this is like a paradigm shift. (laughs) You know, this sense of more than acceptance, but love and showing it off. Like, so the opposite, right, of the criticism that these women at the party were giving to the woman who was wearing the tight dress. She was showing it off. I mean, maybe she had that body confidence that said, hey, you know, I got curves. I'm going to show everything. You know, this this is who I am. It was positive body image that you're giving an example of. It's the body you have. You might as well enjoy it for her to say, accentuate that stomach. I mean, what a beautiful, beautiful message. And I think what was so powerful to me is I could see through her eyes. Like I saw my body for the first time Mm. through another woman's eyes who who saw something beautiful about me in a part of myself that I'm really critical of. Yeah. I, I just, it was like fresh, brand new, amazing. It was honestly an amazing experience. And I, I just kind of keep thinking, I got to keep that in my heart somewhere. Right. I got to store that away because it was that powerful. Yeah. Rinse and repeat. You need more reps of more of those messages from yourself and from the people around you that, you know, that your stomach is beautiful the way it is. Yeah. The more you get those messages, right, the more it, it, you can let go of that self-criticism. Yeah. Right? What a great example. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Sure. So easy to share deep, vulnerable things to the whole world <laughs> on a podcast. Yeah. So, all right. Well, let's come back and let's let's give an example of a couple trying to have a conversation around one of these body issue. Okay. We'd just love to invite you to our Great Sex, Great Love Couples Retreat on Friday, October 28th, 2022, 10 to 5 p.m. Eastern Time. George and I are really going to help you apply what you learn in the podcast to your relationship. So if your marriage or partnership is functional, but it's not that exciting, or you want to deepen that connection and really improve your intimacy or, you know, make sex something that isn't just a check off your list and try to bring the sizzle back, please join us. We are going to spend a whole day enhancing your relationship and intimacy, dealing with the cycle making it safe for you to talk about desire, talk about the actual sex acts that you're doing. Also express what's going on in your mind, body and heart and your spirit to find deeper sexual connection with each other. That's October 28th. You can find it on foreplaysextherapy.com under our resources to sign up now. Uber Lube, partnering with Foreplay Radio for a while. We really believe in this product because it's hard to have good sex when it's dry or painful. Take the pressure off. Use Uber Lube to be able to enjoy the present moment. Get deeper into the connection with your partner. Oh, I love what you're saying. And I think it certainly is 
something that we need to manage dryness. But I also just think, you know, it's so slippery. It can be used all over the body just to enhance that skin on skin feeling. And it's silicone based. I don't have to be a sex therapist like Lori to know silicone base makes it just a little bit better. Mm-hmm. It's actually good for the body and it's condom friendly, which is great. Doctors are recommending it everywhere. I've been using it and recommending it for 20 years now. Uberlube.com is where you find it with the coupon foreplay. Please use that to support us at the podcast. You get 10% off. It's a great product. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Sax.com. So body image issues, we all have them. Can you talk about them? Can you learn new moves on how to have a healthier, positive image of your body? Because if you can, that's going to increase your likelihood to want to enjoy and relax in sex. So I love Lori's example. A lot of times we're talking about women, they got to become more comfortable with their own body. And certainly how their partner responds to their body is also going to be really important. So we're going to demonstrate a couple having a conversation around a body issue that oftentimes isn't talked about. It's the thing that stops their sex or gets in a way of it, but neither one of them have words. They try to protect each other by not talking about things, and yet it creates more and more the distance in a relationship. Mm-hmm. So, all right, Maria, you're up. Okay. So, again, I'm playing a woman who doesn't want to have sex and gets blocked by her body image issue. Particularly, let's let's go with the same, you know, my stomach. I don't want you to see my stomach, Joe. And that's kind of hard to do when you're having sex. So, so maybe I get brave enough because I actually love Joe and I'm going to let him in on what stops me. Mm-hmm. So, hon, you know, we have a lot of pain around our sexual relationship. And you know that, I think you know this, that once I get going, it's okay, you know, that I, I tend to like it. But that I know you have a hard time getting me to want to get to the bedroom and I was talking with some girlfriends about this and we were trying to figure out kind of what happens inside us, why we don't want to have sex sometimes. And Mm -hmm. it was a really open conversation and we sort of challenged each other, like go home and tell your husbands about what this, what happens for you because none of us really thought that we had low libido, but we thought that things stopped us and I think the thing that stops me is just being seen naked by you. You know, it's like, ah, I, you know, you ask and maybe we're flirty and we're having fun and I'm just like, boom, no. You know, I, I just, maybe even especially after a party and we're drinking and, and it's like, I look at all those other women and they're so cute and hot and, 
You know, I just think, no way do I want to take my clothes off after that evening to show you what I got. It's like I just, I'm in a block. And I, you know, and it, and it, I know I confuse you. It doesn't make sense. We're flirty at the party. We're touching. And then I come home and you ask and it's like nothing. And, and by that time, seriously, my body is just dead. I, I I've, I've criticized myself all the way home. I've looked at my self with the seatbelt over my stomach and just thought, mm. ugh, I hate that part of myself. And I just don't want to take my clothes off for you. Well, thank you for sharing that. I mean, I, I guess, I mean, I, I know you have issues with that. And I, I think I haven't been helpful because I just like minimize it because in my brain, it's not a big deal. <laughs> so, you know, I know I got my own stuff too, but I want to know more about it because it, it really is important. Like you said, it makes you feel dead. So I, I don't know what, what it does to you. I just, I want to take it more serious than I think I have. Yeah, I I think you're right. Sometimes I tell you that and you're like, I don't care, honey. Let's just, you know, let's, that's not what I'm looking at. And it's like, how could you not look at my stomach when I'm on top or, you know, it's just like, I, I, I don't really trust it. And, you know, and I, I don't, I trust you with other women. It's not that I, I want you to hear this. I'm not accusing you of anything, but man, I look around and, you know, that 4th of July party we were at, you know, women, they're wearing skimpy stuff, body clinging stuff. They got to, they look good. They look a lot better than me. And it's just like, I, I struggle, you know, I, there's this part of me that just beats myself up and, you know, I try, I try to get in shape, I exercise, I do all these things and, you know, I don't move the needle enough for me, mm-hmm. you know, and, um, and that's discouraging then. It's like, ah, dang, you know, I, this, this seems like such a difficult thing to change and, I, I mean, I just, that's what happens then. You know, right. it's like, okay, not only do I hate myself in this way, but now I start like feeling hopeless about it changing. And then, then I'm like in this obsession about that and I'm preoccupied. And then you say sex or, you know, it's time for bad. And it's like, I'm a million miles away. Mm-hmm. I hear you. And I'm, I'm trying to relate to, you know, when I look in the mirror, I don't like my belly. You know, I, and there are a lot of guys running around that look better than I do. And, you know, so I wish I looked like that. And I mean, I like looking at, at bodies too. So, I mean, there's something attractive about, to me, all different types of bodies. But, you know, I, I it, it must be hard when, you feel like I'm comparing your body to other people's bodies. We're at a party and people are running around in bikinis and then you start to think about, so I, I understand that. And you know, that it must be difficult. I think I do something similar, but I do want to not minimize it, but I, I really, I do enjoy your body. I think your body is, is, is beautiful. Like I, I like, squeezing it and you know feeling you know your body so it doesn't 
I mean, I know you have issues with it, but I just want you to let you into my truth and my heart. I, I don't look at your body and say, I wish that was different. I wish you would lose, you know, some weight. Like I look at your body and I'm like, it really gets me excited. You know, I, you've said that and I kind of want to believe it. I want to believe it, but there is just so much in me that resists that. Mm-hmm. that can't believe it. It's like my self-criticism is so strong. It's like a force. and right. you know, So how do you think I could help you with that? I mean, I get you don't trust it. You know, so what do you think I could do that could help you be less conscious about that? Would you want me to talk more about it to say I do like that? Like, why don't I don't, I want to help you there. Gosh, it's confusing. I, I don't know. Um, I just don't know. Sometimes I think you saying something good would be good. Sometimes I think I would resist that and it might even shut me down. I mean, this, I'm sorry. I want to, I want to accept it, but there's just, this is really complicated for me. I mean, I think I'm, I can feed into it too. Like if you, if I only make comments at ladies' bodies who are in shape and look beautiful, then that just continues to reinforce this thing. You know, and I, it's okay. I I don't get jealous when you say, you know, did you see how hot so-and-so was looking? I mean, actually, that kind of feels intimate to me <laughs> that you would tell me about what you think about. It, I guess there's a part of me that feels you know, worried that there's a comparison, but it's like, I, I really don't want to stop that between us. I don't. No. I'm I just don't thinking wanna... if I commented on a curvy woman and said, look at that, look at the way those roles kind of play out. It's oh, kind of Jesus. I don't know that you can say that, honey. No, <laughs> I, I just, that would be hard to, I don't know. Like I noticed the swimsuit edition of uh, sports illustrated this, this time this year, you know, had women that were heavy. And there was a part of me that thought, really, do men really like that? It's like, they're putting it out there, there must be men that do. And I, I don't know, I, I don't I don't know if I could hear it that directly. Maybe touch would help, you know, coming up at a party behind me and putting your arms around me and your hands on my stomach and squeezing me and saying something sexy. You know, it's not quite that direct, but it might help. Mm-hmm. Um, it's interesting how I'm struggling to think about how I could accentuate that. Mm-hmm. If we just pause the role play, okay. As 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 a as a man, like trying to bring positive attention to those areas, like I don't even know how to do it. You don't know how to ask for help here, and I don't know how to give it. So no wonder right. why we struggle in it in this right. area. Exactly, it's a fun role play to say, huh? What would I do? Like, I love your example, like that lady, like you, you felt it in her energy, like just accentuate that, just show that stuff. Like she said it in a way that you trusted it. Right, exactly. And I'm trying to think about, and the men listen, like how do you get yourself into a space like that, that you can do more of that? So I had a, a client who, there was a woman who I think smoking hot, but she's menopausal and she has a little menopausal middle, as many of us do. And she was, you know, complaining about this. And I said, oh, you know, why don't you like 
wear something that, you know, like a half slip or something. And that way, you know, all your good parts will show and that won't. And maybe you'll be less self-conscious and, and, you know, because it really shut her down sexually. And her husband said, oh, no, she is not wearing a half slip. I don't want her to wear anything. I want her naked. I love her belly. I love her stomach. I love looking at it. Forget that idea. I mean, he completely, you know, discarded my idea. And I was like, I love you for saying that. You know, it was like I trusted him. I trusted him looking at his wife. I trusted his heart about this. You know, like I could feel it. It was like he was not going to put up with any of that nonsense that blocked him from a visual look at his wife. Awesome. Yeah, it was. There's something about the energy that. Like yeah. you said, that woman in the store, I trusted her. She lived uh, it. She lived it. Well, we welcome our readers to send us feedback. What are some ways you learned to do that successfully? Let's help each other become more comfortable with that little love pouch that we all might carry around our midsection, right? But even when we do role plays, sometimes it's starting the conversations that we become a little bit clearer about the reasons they're difficult. Right. Yeah. And the goal is that we're not always going to have success. Sometimes, the you know, the conversations are to reveal like this is hard. We both need to grow in this area. I need to get better at showing you not just in words and saying I love it, but like I got to show you I love it in my energy. And I really don't do that. Right. right. And, and right. no wonder why you're critical. Everybody criticizes you. I criticize you. Your friends criticize you. You criticize yourself. And it's like. You, you, you want to not do it, but you don't know. It's like a language. You don't know how to not do it. But if you get more people in your life speaking into that positive place, saying, you go, girl, like love what you got because that person's loving it in that moment. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. They're choosing to love it instead of mm-hmm. tolerating it. And I think that's a big difference. Yeah, I think what I liked about the role play as, as I entered it, I didn't really know how to tell you what to do. It was like I... Every idea you had, I discarded it. You know, it's like, no, that's not going to work. That's not going to work. And that happens between people all the time. Even when they have good intentions, they want to love each other better. It's like there's not an easy answer. And so that conversation can't be the last conversation. I can imagine Joe in real life kind of throwing up his hands and is like, well, I tried and you're not going to let me in. So what can I do? Forget about it. You know, this is something you need to go to therapy for. This is, you know, versus still holding it between them as something that they might be able to get a little closer to each other in. It's a different measuring stick. It reminds me of I was talking to a to a teenage boy who had just come out as gay. Mm -hmm. And he said, I know my parents love me. And I know they they're going to you know, tolerate and accept my lifestyle, mm. but they're not positive about it. Mm-hmm. There's a big difference between just acceptance, you know. So if you accept your partner's tummy, it's not the same thing as becoming positive about it. Right. So that's what I'm taking out of this podcast today. Like, if you want your partner to be more comfortable in their own skin, how do you become more positive about their skin mm-hmm. instead of just tolerating it? Mm-hmm. Right. I love that. And I, I feel for that boy. So thank you for listening. Keep it hot. 
call in your questions to the 4Play Question voicemail. Dial 833-MY-4PLAY. That's 833-MY, the number 4, PLAY. And we'll use the questions for our mailbag episodes. All content is for entertainment purposes only and should not be considered as a substitute for therapy by a licensed clinician or as medical advice from a doctor. This podcast is copyrighted by 4Play Media.